Welcome back to Cruise News and Booze, where we sit down, have a drink, and talk about all things cruise-related. We are here with episode number five of our Happy Hour series. You sound much better. Uh, <laughs> I feel much better. <laughs> so, um, we are here to talk about all the cruise news from the week. We are actually going to talk cruise We're news We're actually this week. talking cruise news. Last week, we talked about our wonderful trip on Wonder of the Seas. Speaking of that, I forgot to talk about our souvenir from our Wonder of the Seas. Yeah, we had it here. We just forgot to talk about it. We try to get a little souvenir from each cruise uh, to kind of help us remember and keep track of them. So go ahead, Kayla. You want to talk about what we got? So we... Uh, we, we, we look for things that we could put on shelves and you can't see it, but the very top shelf here in the studio has a lot of cups, like, like the Starbucks you're here mugs from where we travel and the cruise ships that have those mugs, um, the cruise ships that have Starbucks have those mugs, but we opted to not do that this time. We wanted to look for something a little bit different. Um, and we scoured all the shops and, and looked for anything that we could find that we thought was going to. We were looking for something that fits the brand a little more this time. Um, so we were looking at bottle openers and things like that. And we just never really could settle on something. And we were debating on picking up a cup. Um, not the You Are Here cup, it's a different cup that Molly could actually use to maybe put her drinks in. And then we stumbled upon the perfect thing that fit the perfect. brand. So I've got it here. Uh, this is a bottle of Woodford Reserve. But if you can see at the very bottle bottom, Bottle, bottom, I don't know what I'm talking about. It specifically says that it was personally selected by Wonder of the Seas. So we thought this was a really unique gift um, or souvenir. I'm sorry. For us, this one is going to sit on the shelf. Uh, it's going to stay sealed up. Eventually, it will uh, probably uh, evaporate depending on how well sealed that cork is up there. Um, but it's dated April 19th of 2023, which... Uh, was the date that it was selected for. Um, there's nothing special about the bourbon inside of it other than the fact that it's just got this Wonders of the Seas um, label on it. So we thought this was a really cool gift. Yeah, we'd love to see more cruise, uh, more ships do that, actually, because that would be an awesome, you know, little collection to start. So hopefully, hopefully that's So that. speaking of bourbon... <laughs> Today we had the first uh, coolish morning that for us kind of signifies fall up here where we live. It's been cooler in the mornings, but this morning was the first really cool morning. Tomorrow it's going to be even cooler. So yeah. it's very fall feeling in the house today. The windows are all open. We've got fall scented candles and things like that burning. So um, I decided today for our happy hour that uh, I was going to have some bourbon instead of my typical uh, beer that I have and Molly decided to keep it classy as well and uh, she's got herself some red wine there yeah. so I think uh, let's kick it off um, and uh, jump into the first bits we've got going today so before we do that obviously cheers, cheers. so make sure you grab a drink to have with us uh, while we do our happy hour like we said this is an hour um, so if you enjoy these, which it seems like you guys have been enjoying them, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe so you can see all of our videos. We have a lot of content coming soon about uh, Wonder of the Seas, ship tours, all of that good stuff. Um, so yeah, make sure you uh, keep up with us there. Also Instagram and TikTok, we're on there quite a bit. 
Uh, so make sure you're following us on there as well uh, at Cruise News and Booze. We'd love to have you join us there as well. So let's talk about the biggest news of the week. Literally Probably the, the month, uh, <laughs> maybe even the year, um, is Royal Caribbean unveiled their the name of the newest Icon class ship. Yeah. And uh, as you mentioned in the video you did about it yesterday or a couple days ago, um, the Icon of the Seas hasn't even made it here yet. No. It's not even been launched yet. Um, yet, Royal Caribbean has officially announced the, the number, two. <laughs> number two, the newest ship, going to be the newest ship in their fleet. Um, I don't know. Is it going to be the biggest? Are they going to make sure it? I'm sure it'll be bigger. Larger than Icon? They didn't say it will be bigger than Icon, but... That seems to be their their thing. Each one gets just a little bit bigger. It's going to be the Allure Oasis again, where they both yeah. came out right after each other. Arguments of which one was bigger or not. But anyway, so uh, Molly, what did Royal Caribbean decide to name their new icon class ship? They decided to call it the Star of the Seas. Um, I think it's a fun name. Looks like it looks, you know, they released a few pictures of it. Um, it looks exactly like Icon from what I can see. Um, the, yeah, I think they took the renderings of Icon. I'm pretty sure it looked exactly the same. So, Star but, of the Sea makes me think of sophistication and yeah. fancy and, and, and um, I don't know why, but that's just what it, I don't know. Maybe it's it star. It, it kind star. of follows the Icon uh theme i would say of you know big impressive like you said kind of classy um so those ships are really going to be something to look at just when you look at them in the renderings there is so much going on on those ships like it's there's a lot we, i mean you think there's a lot going on with the oasis class ships this is definitely taking it up a notch um so it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how those ships are, how the crowding is. Like we kind of talked about last week on Wonder, it was pretty crowded. Um, so that's kind of our concern with these next two ships. Maybe two coming out kind of close together. Maybe it'll kind of divert. Hopefully. <laughs> the uh, the if, crowds. If not, we're, we're swearing off new ships yeah. because of that. It was way too overcrowded in our opinion. Yeah. Um, and maybe we're just looking for a specific experience but it was just, it was way too overcrowded. It was. Um, so with all of that talk about new ships coming out and us just getting off the biggest ship in the world, the Wonder of the Seas, let's talk about some of the negative things that cruise ships do. Um, it's never happened to us. But it does God. happen. Um, but it does happen. Well, it did happen to us during COVID, but that was a whole different scenario. Yeah. Um, but cruise lines are and specifically one for the story are canceling future sailings yeah um and we're not talking about like future one. sailings in 2027 or something like that that are multiple years away we're talking like three months worth of sailings that are i mean they're a little over a year out um it was for the end of december beginning of 20 in december 2024 beginning of, Jan of january 2025 but a cruise line cancel norwegian is canceling sailings that are already advertised people have already booked um and in this particular case they're actually canceling a, a batch of sailings that include 14-day cruises which historically are cruises that 
people book much further in advance yeah. and they're they're more looking forward to those because of the longer days so um do you remember the ship I can uh, look it up real fast here. Full disclosure, there's a lot going on in cruise news this week. So oh my we goodness, are utilizing so technology such <laughs> as uh, iPads and phones to to keep up to date with everything that's going on for. So um, it was the Norwegian Escape. So they canceled three months three worth months of cruises. Worth. They claimed that it was because of reallocation of the ship. So it, they didn't announce where they're taking the ship to. Um, but all of these cancellations... Um, were coming out of the, let's see, where were they planned to go? Um, they were Caribbean canceled. Yeah. They were Caribbean sailing. Which so, is odd because, yeah. you know, you would think that would be where they're kind of focusing right now. Also kind of odd that they just said, just kind of, you know, chalked it up to, you know, relocation. Um, I don't know. That's a lot of cruises to cancel three months worth that's not a small decision by any means so for these cancellations they're obviously offering everybody a full refund and they're giving everybody a 10 percent future cruise credit which to me if 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 i had a vacation planned and i took off work and i had everything lined up flights and everything like that and that cruise line canceled my vacation 10 percent is kind of a kick in the face yeah. I don't think that that's enough. I would actually take my funds and go to another cruise line. Yeah. And book with that cruise line. That's just me personally. And I don't know, maybe this cancellation of the Caribbean, maybe it's signifying a saturation of the Caribbean market. Maybe they're they're canceling it because it wasn't booking or they're they're expecting it to be a low booked season. And they thought, well, maybe if we take the ship somewhere else, we can book it out more. I don't know. This is just my speculations. Yeah. But what? How would you feel if if we had? I mean, we've got a couple cruises planned now. You know, think about whatever one you're most excited to go on that we've got planned out. How would you feel if we woke up tomorrow and they just said, "Eh, we canceled it." There's ten percent. I would be very disappointed because usually when you book a a cruise, you're booking it for specific reasons. Either you like the ship a lot, you like the itinerary, or you, a, a combination of both. Um, so I would be pretty disappointed that, you know, you take that time off, whether, you know, you're taking it off of work, um, kids from school, whatever it may be, you're already planning that. And now all of a sudden you're just, it's just canceled. There's not a real explanation such as a hurricane storm, something like that. COVID. COVID. Yeah. There's not like a, a set expectation. I know a couple weeks ago, uh, Virgin announced that they were postponing their ship yeah. due to lack of um, staffing, things like that. But they did give an explanation. Yeah. Um, this is just, it's a little different just in the fact that there's no explanation. Um, and also kind of like you were saying, I think back to when I was a travel agent and this, ha this has happened um, to some guests I, I've had before. Um, and you're kind of then when you go into that next cruise, even if you do rebook, you kind of have that negative thought in the back of your mind that it's not exactly what you had in mind. Uh, so then you kind of start, at least my opinion, uh, my experience, then you start getting a little nitpicky with how the next cruise goes. Oh, it wasn't exactly, mm -hmm. you know, what I had in mind. Things start going wrong. So it is quite the choice of a, a cruise line to, you know, cancel these these sailings it should not be taken lightly yeah before you leave you've already been disappointed yes. whenever you do book again yeah I, I look back to like the cruise we were going to 
um, back in 2020, March, during COVID, that got canceled because of COVID. Uh, the purpose of us taking that cruise was the ship. It was. Um, it was going to be on the MSC Maravilla. Um, and it was going to be the opportunity for me to spend my birthday in Germany, which yeah. is is my heritage and, and, and you know, my lineage. And, and also there's that amount of time that we had blocked off. That was really the only time that we had that we could get away for that amount of time. Yeah. And the same with this, that there's longer 14-day cruises, this may be the only amount of time that people can get off those 14 days. Yeah, but with that being canceled, to this point, or to this date, over three years later, we've yet to find another itinerary that would do what we sought out to do. And so here we are three years later, we've not actually found that itinerary again. Yeah. Or we've not gone and, and had that experience because of that cancellation. So it obviously wasn't MSC's fault. Right. But it was everything that was lined up perfectly. And now that it's canceled, we've yet to have that experience. Yeah. So like you um, said, it's it's the whole thing. It's the the ship and the sailing. For example, with ours, it was that it was gonna be on a new ship and a longer sailing, which is something that you don't find a lot. Um and then that time frame as well. So it was kind of the perfect uh circumstances for us. Hopefully we'll find the uh, find something similar in the yeah, future. <laughs> we, we almost found something for next year, for 2024, but nothing was really exactly what we wanted. It like, was. We found a really nice itinerary, but it was like a really old ship. And anytime we vacation, we vacation for the ship as well as the itinerary because we always try to bring you guys content about the ships. And when we have vacation for the itinerary versus the ship, we have been disappointed. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, for yeah. us, it's that perfect combination. We did the cruise back in 2019 on board to Holland America. Europe Dam? No. Uh, Zyderdam. Zyderdam. Man. <laughs> uh, the Zyderdam. And we did it for the itinerary. Mm -hmm. It went to the ABC Islands. It also went to Turks and Caicos. Um, and we wanted to go there because we'd never been before. And boy, did it suck. <laughs> but that's conversation for a different story. Yes. Or for a different video. Different happy hour. So... Uh, all in all, it isn't even just this, these three months that Norwegian's canceling for, for that particular um, cruise line. It, it actually stated that they have made cancellations. Historically, they've canceled dozens of Alaska cruises on the Norwegian Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, they canceled transatlantic uh, sailings that were scheduled for the Norwegian Breakaway. They canceled Norwegian Epic cruises that were scheduled for June. Um, so all in all, this is a pretty, it seems like a pretty common theme yeah, it seems like. for Norwegian right now. Um, and I would say if I was looking to book a Norwegian cruise, like, and we were, we've looked at Norwegian, but this would make me, I would, I would twice. look again. Yeah. I would go into it with the expectation that, Hey, this could get canceled and there's nothing I can do about it to date we've we've taken many cruises and we've we've looked at norwegian for a lot of the itineraries that we've booked mm -hmm. but we've ultimately never opted the norwegian itinerary or the norwegian ship or whatever right for numerous reasons and i think we, we should make a video kind of about yeah that and um i've also i've been hearing a lot that norwegian's kind of uh gone not downhill but lost their edge a little bit um, that's kind of just what I've been reading, hearing comments from people. So if you have taken a Norwegian cruise recently, let us know in the comments what your experience was, 
what you thought. Uh, is it as good as it used to be? We would love to know. And uh, so that kind of wraps up the, the sailing cancellations. I, I feel bad for every single person that had a yeah, cruise book that's, that's got canceled, be it in the past or future looking um, for them. Because it's it's anytime we book a cruise, we get super excited. We start to prepare and plan and we start to look ahead and yeah. get really pumped for what it is we're about to go on. Just to have it ripped out from underneath you, that's kind of um, kind of not good. So um that's kind of some of the, I think, a little bit of the negative news for the week. Um, next thing I want to kind of get your thoughts on, Molly, is um, Carnival is uh, expanding some of their West Coast uh, offerings. So what I mean by that is that they're, they're increasing the amount of cruises and cruise ships that they've got departing from the West Coast. So historically... The West Coast is known for mostly like Hawaiian mm -hmm. or Australian cruises. They'll depart from there or even up oh, north Seattle. Good. They'll depart to go to Alaska. This looks like they're departing out of, I think it was L.A. Let me look and see. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Long Beach. I'm sorry. Okay. So they're going to be Long departing from Long Beach, California. So they're going to be having the Carnival Panorama from the Vista class, the Carnival Radiance, which is out of Sunshine class. And then their Costa ship that they're taking possession of, because it's still sailing now as the Costa Free Ends, but it's going to be sailing as the Carnival Free Ends. So what's your thoughts on that? I think that's exciting that they're branching out uh, onto the West Coast, because um, obviously that has a large population Huge out population. there. Um, and I think that it's nice for people who live on the West Coast that they don't have to fly, you know, to whether it's Galveston or uh, Bayonne or Florida for a cruise that it can be a little closer to home. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, we know personally, sometimes we don't want to fly <laughs> when we're doing a cruise. So having one that you can just drive to quickly, um, I think that's a great opportunity. I think it's a good move on Carnival to branch out to that. Uh, obviously, with all of these new cruise ships coming out, uh, they have to go somewhere, kind of like Royal Caribbean and uh, Galveston. So, uh, yeah, I think this new trend of uh, branching out into different ports is great. I love to see it. So that's an interesting perspective that you have there. And I think that you're kind of you kind of hit the nail on the head with the fact that we talked about other cruising to getting saturated. And I'm trying to think, like, on all of our cruises, I try to talk to as many people as I can to understand where they're from and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Very rarely do you ever hear somebody saying they're from Alaska or Seattle yeah. on a Caribbean cruise or any itinerary. Yeah. So I think that this move by Carnival, kudos Carnival, very rarely <laughs> is Carnival good in the same sentence. Kudos Carnival, I think what they're going to accomplish by this is I actually think they're going to tap into a new market that hasn't actually been really saturated yet yeah so they're they're gonna get people i don't foresee many people living in florida flying to california to take a cruise out of california right but i do see a lot of people that live on the west coast maybe even las vegas or something like that making the track over to mm -hmm. california to sail on the cruise out of california and and i would actually be intrigued to go on one of these because it does visit um uh, I think it's, it visits Catalina Island. Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, for me, I'm a huge, in my, my personal life, I'm a huge Mac Apple fan. So I use the iPhone and the iPads and I've got more iPads than I should have. Yeah. And I've got multiple bags. Like, you know, 
but one of their softwares is actually named after Catalina Island. So I would actually be intrigued to go see the island and experience it. Yeah. I think it would be really cool um, for that. Sad news, uh, I probably won't make that journey to go on a carnival ship. That's just <laughs> not uh, my cup of tea. Um, well, too, if you think about it, just it, like you said, in terms of people going on cruises and their location uh, of where they live, when you think about it, there's a large, obviously, there's the middle of the United States that has options now, right? Mm -hmm. You can either fly to either coast now. So really, you can get a little, you know, pickier with your uh, with your itineraries, things like that. Uh, so I think it's a great move. I'm excited for them. So one of their, the idea behind it is that it, they say it's an easy airline to fly in and out of. They say it's not overcrowded. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to be offering in the Radiance three and four night cruises that go to Ensenada, Mexico. Um, they're, they're marketing those as shorter sailings that are kind of quick weekend getaways um, or like a midweek break that they can do the four night cruise that'll take a stop at Catalina Island. Um, and the there will be seven night sailings on the panorama that'll switch to alternating six and eight nights itineraries that leave on saturday and sundays um from spring 2025 until spring 2026 um, that kind of gives people more of an extended time to get away that type of thing yeah. and then the free frienze which is the current costa ship that's going to be a carnival ship i don't understand costa splash carnival I, I don't know if this Some. is the same one that was featured. We featured a couple episodes ago, or if this is another this one. This is another one. This is I don't understand yeah. that, but whatever. So that's going to be offering four and five night cruises. Um, that'll also visit Catalina Island and Ensenada. Um, and then the five night cruises will go to Ensenada and Cabo San Lucas. And they're going to give cruisers the experience of the Carnival Fun Italian style. Oh, whatever that means <laughs> i do love that these uh that cruise lines are doing these weekend cruises uh i think that's a exciting thing too like royal caribbean's uh utopia, utopia which is coming out soon um it's only doing weekend cruises it's doing well, the technically it's, it's the weekend and then the the weekday they're marketing it as right. weekend cruises because that's what they're really marketing the the weekday cruises will probably be cheaper right and they are and you can get great deals on those weekday cruises i used to book so many of those yep. for florida residents they were so popular uh and the deals were incredible yeah but i think the idea of leaving out on a friday mm -hmm. so if, even if you have to take a half a day on friday um or if you're lucky like me i i can do a little bit of remote work if i need to leaving out on a friday getting back on a Monday or even a Sunday. I mean, that's a quick refresh, reset, yeah. restart. You know, it doesn't take much away from your work life if that's a concern of yours. And it really gives you an opportunity to just to vacation, worry-free quickly, especially if you live in Florida yeah. you know, within two, three hours. Or now in, now in, uh, or in Texas or California. California yeah. Or two, three hours within a port. That's a quick, you know, vacation to be able to take. And um, I think that's exciting for a lot of people. Yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't make the journey for a weekend cruise. It's just too yeah. far for us to go. But if we now. were still living in Florida, we absolutely would. Yeah, do I, that. I think that would be a really cool way to actually cruise more often throughout yeah. the year versus just going on one a year, two a year, three similar to us. We try to do three a year. Um, I think that'd be a really cool way to be able to get more cruises in per year and see different ships and, and experience more. Yeah. So tell us what you think. If you're a, a West Coast uh, resident, um, tell us what you think about the, the changes. I know some people are going to not like it. 
especially yeah. the locals sure. in the towns. It, usually it gets, it'll get upset. crowded. Yeah, they get upset because it gets crowded, and the places that were always theirs are now overrun right. by people. I understand that. Like I get it. Um, so that's some positive carnival news. Nice job, carnival. Yeah. Let's talk about some negative carnival news. <laughs> it seems like every week there's something... Negative. And it, I'm sorry, we're not hating on Carnival. It just is in the news. It, it is just we're, there. We don't create this. We're literally just we're talking just about reporting what we've yeah. read from the week. So, uh, in other news, Carnival fails their top tier uh, loyalty status members. So, Carnival part of their loyalty status uh, perks that you get when you reach their top tier status is they give you a welcome gift and it consists of like a luggage tag and a passport holder and i think there's something else that's a part of it yeah um it's all branded with like their yeah. let's say a 19 dollar value maybe i don't know amazon probably could get you the same thing for 10 bucks but they've failed to f give that to their top tier guests so yeah over it didn't spe specify how long but up until very recently Whenever you used to be when you would hit this top tier status on the cruise that you hit that, they would bring this gift to your room and you would have it sitting in your stateroom. Well, they haven't been doing that lately. And everybody's kind of been up in arms about well, you know, what the hell's going on and why is this happening? And where's my luggage tag and my <laughs> passport holder? Um, so, yeah, Car Carnival's failing their top tier passengers. Now, Carnival has come out and said... Well, supply you know, issues. due to supply chain and we can't get it and yada, yada, yada. Well, it sounds like they fixed it. It sounds like they have rectified whatever that issue is. So if you have any future sailings booked on Carnival and you hit the top tier status, um, Hopefully you they supposedly <laughs> will be delivering it to your stateroom. If your top tier status and you don't have any future sailings, they're going to be mailing it to you. It seemed that way. So they say to make sure your VIFP club, which is Carnival's loyalty program, stands for very important, fun, very important, fun person. Man, God, that was a lot. Um, it just doesn't, that string of words doesn't It doesn't make sense. go together, but Anyways, it's something, it's there. If you hit the status, they say to make sure in your VIFP account that your mailing address is up to date. So, Molly, let's get your take on this because you are a diamond status holder for MSC Cruises. Um, and if MSC dangled this carrot in front of you and they said, hey, if you sail X amount of nights, we're going to do this for you. And then it didn't happen. I would, be, I would be upset because when you're that level of status with a cruise line, you go into it expecting a little better service. Like you have higher expectations automatically. Whether it's something as silly as a luggage tag and a passport, you know, holder or whatever it may be. If you're that top tier status, in most cases you've spent, you know, 200 or more nights on that cruise line, that's a lot of money. Yeah, you've earned it. You've earned it, you've worked for it. Um, so it's just disappointing that it's a, it's a little things, you know, that cruise lines could do for their top tier people to make them feel appreciated, make them feel welcome back, that they're recognized. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I would be disappointed, even if it's something small. So I think this I think this leads us into a great conversation mm -hmm. about loyalty programs in general. Yeah. Right. So um, you're a diamond status or diamond Voyagers Club is what MSC's loyalty brand is is about. And that's the only cruise line where we have top tier status. Yes. I get to benefit off Molly having that status. Um, so I think it, it, it brings up a conversation of, is it worth it to put in the effort to try and get top tier status at a cruise line? Yeah, because some of them, they vary a lot, right? So MSC is a hundred nights, yeah. right? It's a hundred and if and you book suites or you know, different things, you can get more points. Yeah, it's 10,000 points to reach MSC right. top tier. And I think they've got, here, let me see. I've got a pull up here, right? They've got four, four, four different classes. Which I like that MSCs is just four. It's simple, right? You you clearly know. Some of them get a little crazy. Yeah, Royal Caribbean's got six lines. <laughs> Norwegian, Norwegian has seven. Norwegian has so many. And then, and then Carnival has five. Yeah. So, so MSC is the easiest to understand, <laughs> Very easy which to I understand. like, because actually when we were getting ready to do this video, I was just reading up again on all of their, just making sure I was remembering correctly what they offered. And some of them are so much like Norwegian is so, there's so many different tiers. It's like, oh my God, what am I getting with each one? Because then when you get to the final tier, you get everything from the previous. It's like, okay. I also, <laughs> I also will say on a Royal Caribbean, mm -hmm. when you reach the top tier status, or I think it's the one right before, because they have diamond and diamond. They have, right? yeah. And then, well, the pinnacle is the top. Di diamond, yeah. Pinnacle. Okay. Pinnacle is top, top. When you reach that status, you almost like, and I, and I say this, I'm not trying to upset anybody or offend anybody, but those are the most pretentious people I've ever been on a cruise ship. Yeah. But I will say they've earned it. They have if earned it. If you're going to sail 700 nights, which is what it takes to get Pinnacle Club, unless you're booking suites, then it's 350 nights. If you're going to sail 700 nights on the same cruise line, by God, that cruise line should you kiss your ass <laughs> yeah. when you get on board. Oh, the yeah. amount of money that you've spent for that cruise line, 700 nights. Well, That's... the thing is, is it doesn't even, re I mean, it stops there with what you get. But when we were on our last ship, we went to, they, you know, Royal Caribbean has we're, a... We're high enough status yeah, that, that we that get we... invited to the top tier parties. Yeah, so we went to the top tier party. Some people had sailed over 1,400 nights with Royal Caribbean. That is a lot of money. That is a lot of nights. Um, that's 207 night cruises to put it in perspective yeah and that they means, you get cut off though after 700 like you don't get anything extra yeah that means 200 cruises that means you would have to cruise once a week you would have to cruise non-stop for four years yeah now most of those people do it over a, a oh, 10 yeah year 10 years or more but even over 10 years i mean that's, that's, that's that that's 20 cruises a year of loyalty to a certain cruise line i mean we have certain cruise lines we enjoy more than others that we go back to. Um, but we also love trying new cruises. Yeah. Like we're going on Celebrity. First time. Um, yeah, for the first time. Today, it's their newest ship. 
when we cruise, it will not it'll be. <laughs> be by like a couple days. The newer ship will be releasing yeah. by the time I cruise. But we're going on Celebrity Beyond. Beyond. So it's got the, the magic carpet. Yeah. So we're super excited because we just got off Royal. We're super excited to see the differences between Celebrity and Royal. Yeah. We'll make videos about that. But go ahead. But yeah, so you we like trying different ones. And honestly, there's not a lot of reasons to stay super loyal to one cruise line, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you get things with each one. I'm going to say Royal probably is one of the more disappointing ones as far as loyalty, in well, my opinion. <laughs> and, and, it, and it begs to ask the question. Because I love Royal. Like, I love yeah. cruising on them, but... Is it worth investing the amount of time it takes, the amount of nights it takes to get to the top tier status? So, yeah, looking think. at MSC. Yes. In order to get to MSC's top tier status, they have four tiers. They've got the classic membership, which as soon as you make an account, you're immediately Very classic. Which gives you 5% discount on all future cruises. Mm -hmm. It gives you, mm, let's see, it doesn't really give me much of anything else. You get 10% off onboard pictures, 5% off Wi-Fi packages, 10% uh, off the thermal area, and you get 30% off your second massage. And then if you spend $50 in a shop on board, they'll give you a $10 discount. So just by signing up, you can get that. Right. Then they go to silver membership, which is at... And aren't you silver? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'll be gold. Oh, you'll be gold. Yeah, I'll okay. be gold. Yep. So silver membership, which is after 2,200 points, which each night gets you 100 points. So after uh, 22 nights, you'll get... You, you become silver and then 43 nights at gold. You get a uh, pin... When you board, you get 10% off accessories, 5% off laundry, and the same 50% onboard credit. I'm sorry, you get 50% onboard credit for any bookings made nine months in advance, which that's a pretty cool deal. Uh, that's like 50% that. per person, $50 per person. So I would get 50, you would get 50. Yeah. If we booked a cruise nine months in advance, it's 100 bucks. That almost pays for your gratuities. Yeah. Um, and then 20% off pictures. Then you go to gold at 43 nights, you get complimentary one hour thermal session. Um, you get priority disembarkation, complimentary MSC Voyager Club photo. You get a birthday cake if it's your birthday. 30% off pictures, 50% off, 15% off accessories, 10% off Wi-Fi packages, and then 10% off all laundry. But now we get to the highest tier, 100 nights, which isn't much. It's not nights. much, it no, compared to the other ones. Yeah, no. that's like 12, 14 cruises, right? Yep. Nothing, 14 seven-day cruises. Now we get to the status you're at, which is Diamond Membership, which... It doesn't make any sense because the card is black, but whatever. But you know, when you flash that black card, you get some special <laughs> service. Absolutely. So priority boarding, we've experienced this. You get yeah. a little fancy card that you wave and you get you to go magically to a get in the different ship. area <laughs> other than the peasants, people, I'm sorry, people, um, the other people. We also experienced that on Princess, mm -hmm. when we sailed on Princess. It's a little lounge that has some pastries and coffee and juice. But the, the idea behind it is that we don't have to sit in the main area. We can sit in separate areas. And when you get called, you that your first call. The one thing we really enjoy, though, is especially restaurants. So yeah. MSC's high tier status, 100 nights, you get a free specialty restaurant for you and one person. So we take advantage of that every cruise uh, that we do. 
which is really nice. It is nice. We really enjoy that. To me, arguably one of the most lucrative perks, I think. Yeah, because we usually go to the butcher's cut. Um, and I last time I looked, I think the butcher's cut is running about $99 if you book just that. Yep. Um, so that's a great deal for us. Um, it's a great value. Something that we usually do anyways that we book a specialty restaurant. So for us, that's something that that works well for us. You also get macaroons in the room. Yeah. Um, so that's can usually, confirm. yeah, can <laughs> confirm. We've got them. That's usually on embarkation day that night. They'll bring them to you. And I will say your favorite thing. Yeah, you get the chocolate. Is gift. the chocolate ship that so they give you. <laughs> they give you a little, it's a chocolate mold of the ship, which yep. if you've never sailed on MSC, they're known for the little chocolate shops on board, and which is delicious. Exceptional, exceptional chocolate. Yep. But they have a mold and they make you a little chocolate ship. And you usually fun. get it on night two or three. Yeah. Like they have to make they it. They have to make it fresh. Yep. You get um, priority disembarkation if that's a thing for you. Whatever. Yeah. Dancing class, um, late cabin checkout, 40% off pictures, 20% off accessories, 15% off laundry, um, and a bathrobe and slippers during the cruise. So for me, I think the biggest benefit of the MSC's high end tier loyalty program is the dining. The I think so. Dining. Yeah. So 100 nights, you get that on MSC. So it's nice that you could just go, you know that you're getting it. They don't make a big deal about it. Yeah. You just go book it wherever you want, and it's... Do you huh. think the MSC... Do you think it's worth investing 100 nights into MSC to get their top tier status? I enjoy MSC. Um, so I think that if I had to pick one, that I was going to just stick with, I think it would be MSC because it's the most attainable and you get great benefits. I agree. I think it's fantastic. Let's take a look at Carnival. So Carnival, give, go. you got 200 nights to get to the top tier. Five tiers. Your first sailing, you become blue status. You literally get nothing. You get nothing. You just get a name. Second sailing, 24 points, you get red status. You get a bottle of water. That's what I want a for sailing water. that many nights is a bottle of water. Gold status, 25 to 74 points, which is 25 to 74 nights. Now, again, we're creeping up on what it takes to get MSC's top tier. You get an appreciation drink if you cruise five days longer. And here's the thing that I find funny about that. Because if you look right under it, it says redeemable at any bar the last evening of the cruise after 5 p.m. I didn't even notice that. I'm glad you pointed that out. How that absolute utter BS is that? That's yeah. Because not only are you getting one drink, which probably cost them a dollar, if that, you're you have this small time frame. The last night after after five, 5 p.m. What is that? Carnival, you get for your gold status twenty five to seventy four points. You get twenty five to seventy four thumbs down. <laughs> All right, let's look at platinum seventy five to one hundred ninety nine points. So now we're seventy five to one hundred ninety nine nights. At this point in MSC, you're getting complimentary dining, free macaroons, chocolate ship. You get the champagne too. I don't think it champagne mentioned that, too. but you do yeah. get the champagne. You get priority check-in, a platinum and diamond party, complimentary beverage at a sea day brunch, redeemable in the dining room on ships where brunch is not available, a complimentary beverage will be offered at breakfast or lunch in the main dining room. Okay. So you get one. A chocolate delight on day f in, on five plus day cruises, collectible pin, 
priority spa reservation, priority water shuttle boarding. That's like tendering. Yeah, tendering. Tender casino. Oh, you get twenty five bucks in casino fun play. Um, redeemable for slots or table games. Five dollar arcade credit. Uh, a VIP logo, VIFP logo gift. Priority guest service assistant. Priority line of guest services. Priority disembarkation. Priority reservation at the main dining room. That's kind of cool. Like but if you all, say I want this, they all pretty that. much do that. That's just kind of. But you get complimentary wash and full laundry. So on three to six day cruises, they'll do two bags. On seven to thirteen day cruises, they'll do three bags, and on fourteen day cruises, they'll do five bags. That's kind of cool. That is cool, and that's something that seems like is very popular with people because my dad is uh, almost top tier. Four star. He's four star. He's four star yeah. with Hong America, America, which of course is owned by Carnival. And everyone, him and everyone that he goes with, they really love that laundry service. But also, they're going on long cruises. Yeah. They're doing, you know, 70 nights or more. So, obviously, that's something that on those long cruises is super helpful. Um, so, that is that is a nice perk to have. So, that's 200 nights. Let's say Carnival Cruise is $100 a night. That's $20,000 you've spent in order to... To get free laundry and one drink. 100, 200, 200. Is my math right? Did I get my math right? 200 times 100. 20,000. 20, yeah. Free free laundry. Or I'm sorry, complimentary. It's not unlimited. It's limited. It's now, limited. 200 plus nights. So at this point, you've doubled what it takes on MSC. You get guaranteed seating at the dining room, which I guess I thought the other one meant that. It's just priority. This means, like, you say I want seven, and seven happens. Yeah. Uh, priority reservation especially. That's never been an issue. If I say I want seven o'clock and especially dining, you get it. It's I'll get not it. that it's not that crowded. Unlimited laundry service, wash and fold, special events, and by one free cabin upgrade or third or fourth and fifth guest sale free. That's kind of cool. That if you've got good. a large family, that yeah. could be cool. Or if you want to upgrade, you can you know book a balcony and get a suite. Yeah, one time donation to St. Jude's, which is cool. But what is that? Is that a a dollar donation? Right, is it, 10 it, cents? It is it a million the... dollars? specify okay so at carnival 200 nights you get a complimentary meal for two at a specialty restaurant so compared to msc you got to you double, double it what it is to get that same thing vip there's the, there's the, luggage, the luggage tag, tag. that's presented once you receive a diamond level and then you get a toll-free number for sales and service um so carnival uh that's 200 <laughs> So, the only good thing is the free dining, but it's still... But you've got to double your you've nights double it. to get what you get on MSC. Well, then let's get into Royal because... Um, we got time? We We're got... 44 minutes in. All right, let's look at Royal Caribbean. They've got six statuses. I am not going to cover them all. No. It's going to take way too much too time. much. So... Let's just talk about Pinnacle. That's the top. Pinnacle Club. 700 nights. 70 thousand dollars you've got to spend compared to msc's arguably you could get away with probably spend i don't know five ten thousand dollars no they're they're good prices all right let's look at let's look at royal diamond pinnacle club so i didn't even know these coupons existed 50 percent off a glass of wine beer or soda two per sailing 50 percent off a milkshake two per sailing discount on any wine beer or soda 25 percent off Buy a specialty restaurant dinner and receive one complimentary non-alcoholic special. The heck is that? Yeah, you don't get a specialty restaurant. You get a free coffee, priority, but not at Starbucks. Priority waitlist seating in the main dining room. Just priority, not guaranteed. Okay, complimentary daily drinks up to fourteen dollars. 
You get six. Six? So if it costs them a dollar per drink, which is probably more than what it actually oh, costs sure. them. Six bucks. Six day. Okay, six every day. Okay. Complimentary daily drink. So that's six a day. Six a day. Okay, that's not bad. That's six not a day isn't bad. That's too six bad. cocktails a day. Especially, yeah, and I'm guessing that's per person. So Yeah. Which is well, enough, I think, to get you six six drinks a day is enough. Yeah, six If you're not enough. buying a package, I think six is enough. That's that's a coffee or two in the morning. That's a, a, a cocktail at lunch. Right. And then that's, what, three drinks for dinner? I think, that's, I think enough. that's enough. Yeah. So if you don't want to buy a package, that's a pretty decent deal. But 700 That's a nights. lot of nights to get six. So discount on any coffee beverage. You get half off any coffee beverage, whatever. Buy any specialty restaurant dinner on the first or second night of your cruise and receive a complimentary dining for sec- so you can buy you buy one get one yours and you get one free but you got to do it on the first or second night this is too many to keep up with this is too it confusing. Is too much and you can't go every anywhere it has you can't go to hibachi can't go to chef's table and can't go to hook seafood you get a 40 percent discount on the deluxe beverage package which, which we booked our deluxe beverage package by buying it on half off which came out to be 25 percent. so and we didn't even need Diamond or Pinnacle Club to get that. So I'm wondering when they say 40% off, is that an additional it's 40%? It's got to be off the retail price. Or, yeah, I'm guessing it's retail. It wouldn't be additional. Coastal Kitchen access, you can get to Coastal Kitchen. Okay. 25% off specialty. Again, it's so damn confusing. Daily breakfast at a specialty restaurant? I don't recall seeing specialty restaurants open for breakfast, though. All right, let's see. Internet free. Okay, so that's a decent benefit. Free unlimited one device, but that's per person. So we both would be technical club. Onboard access, crown and anchor loyalty desk, top tier events, which we got into that. We're not even pinnacle club. We're not even freaking close to pinnacle club. We got into that. (laughs) Up close and personal, entertainment, family, who cares? Diamond Lounge, who cares? Priority access at theater, ice show. So this is somewhat of a benefit. The priority dining or priority shows like that the seating. That is nice. That is okay. nice. Talk about it a little bit. Especially because on if you're going on the larger ship, smaller ones, I don't think it counts as much. But the big ships, getting into some of those shows can be difficult. So I think getting that priority access where they reserve seats for you, you don't necessarily have to show up super early to get a good seat. You know your seat's going to be reserved for you. So to me. That's kind of a perk. Plus, you get the best seats in the house. They reserve the best seats for you. Um, so that is kind of a perk. But still, that's a lot of nights to get that perk. By the way, if you have 340 plus nights, mm-hmm. you can uh, cheers with an officer. I bet you I could have done that without. I think you could do that for free. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll do it for no night. <laughs> if you find me on a ship, I'll cheers you for free. Consider that a cruise news and booze perk. Uh, flexible arrival. I don't know exactly what that means, but okay. You get $6 and Casino Royale free play. Whipty freaking do. Let's see. Staterooms. Robes for use. All right, whatever. $5 off dry cleaning. Oh, and you only get $10 off the wash and dry. This is garbage. Complimentary water. Garbage. I don't even know what chef's choice is. Personalized gift. Garbage. One free wash and fold bag. Okay. One free bag. There's so much, it's too much going on here. 
You get a pin. Cool. Personalized lapel pin. Those people that they wear them. Yeah, they act like that's the freaking world. So maybe it is. I don't know. 50% off Ben and Jerry's ice cream, but there was no Ben and Jerry's on. The only cruise we've seen Ben and Jerry's on is. I think it was on Oasis. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Buy one movie rental in the stateroom, which that's bullshit. <laughs> if you go into a Royal Caribbean ship, you know they want to charge you like 10 plus dollars per movie rental? At least on here you get, if you buy one, you get one free. That's still garbage. And if you spend 15 in the yard, that's crap. What is it? That isn't worth it. 700 nights to get to that on Royal Caribbean. I'm sorry. That That's a lot of nights. What, right. So what do you think's worse? So you think Carnival or Royal? That's, ter that's terrible. I, I love Royal. We cruise a decent amount of Royal. Not enough to have nearly this status. We're the... But there's no incentive to keep going really to this status. Yeah, we're almost Emerald status. So we're almost tier five yeah. out of six. I'm sorry, tier three out of six. Um... But I don't really feel incentivized. Like, yeah. we already have the MSC status because we're actively looking for another cruise line to grow our yeah, status. Yeah, we love to have a status. All right, let's take a look at the last one. So we, we looked at the four. We're going to look at the four big ones. Royal, MSC, Carnival, Norwegian. Let's look at Norwegian. Norwegian Latitudes Rewards. Norwegian gotta, has a lot. We got to get to the next topic. So Norwegian's, holy crap. They have seven levels. One, two, three, four, five. But they, it's also seven hundred nights to get to the top tier. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna call out the main things here. So you get half off the limited open bar package discount, which is better than Royal. Yeah. Um, you get a one free bag of laundry service. Who cares? You get two cartons of water. Eh, whatever. You get twenty five percent off internet package, chocolate covered strawberries. Okay. You get dinner for two with a bottle of wine. That's not bad. That one I like. I like you that get, get with the wine. You can also get that at, um, at, let's see, at what level? You can get that at 75 nights. So that's not bad. That's a little better than Royal That Caribbean. is better, yeah, because it's not as many nights to get to that. And then you get, it says dinner per dinner for two per stateroom. I don't know if that's extra. Wines around the world tasting, that's kind of cool. Behind the scenes ship tour, that's kind of cool. Priority restaurant, no, no. Yeah, they have some of the most interesting um, perks, I would say, like the wine tasting. I like that. Um, but all of awesome. the perks that actually matter, besides dinner with an officer, that could be kind of that cool. That could I guess. be interesting. You can get it all at 75 nights. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. You can get the, the behind-the-ship-sheens tour, wines around the world, dinner for two with a bottle of wine, chocolate over strawberries. Like, all of that happens at 75. And you can get the free bag of laundry at 75. So interesting. I so think what's the what's the what's the point of going, going further? further? Because yeah. it's 75 points or 75 nights, you become platinum and you get all of the things that I think we care about. Yeah. So I think it's safe to say Norwegian actually wins out over MSC because yeah. you get similar options at 75 nights versus hundred nights. That's enough for make me look again at Norwegian, I guess, because that's some pretty good perks. Uh, we love trying the specialty restaurants, especially if you get a nice bottle of wine with it. That's kind of nice. Um, even MSC, you do get the specialty restaurant, but it's not, no drinks are included. We need to look at Norwegian. So we're going to look into it. That's, yeah. we just, as we're, as we're talking about, we just learned that uh, we've got MSC status. We've been cruising with Royal. Um, Royal's our most that we've secondary done. Secondary to, yeah, Carnival, yeah. to MSC. To MSC. Well, no, I think we did more in Royal now. But we need to look at it Norwegian. For 75 nights, if I can get that, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I'll try it. Yeah. I'll give it a whirl. So, 
Let's talk about so so let's let's wrap up the loyalty conversation. So, do you think it's worth it trying to chase MSC's program to get top tier? I think so. Yeah, I think you're I right. think MSC or Norwegian are definitely the best two. What about Carnival? Do you think it's worth it? Carnival, absolutely not. You got two hundred thumbs down. Yeah, <sighs> no. Um, especially that they can't even really deliver for those people. Yeah. That's <laughs> missing gifts and all that. Yeah, Royal. That's Royal... a long shot. Seven hundred nights. Royal so isn't long. giving enough to make me want to chase it. You know why though? Royal <laughs> is Royal. They don't need to. They know that you're going to come back. I mean, regardless, we're probably going to go back. Yeah, we're going to go back regardless. Yeah. Norwegian, you don't have to chase the top tier. No. If you can just get to seventy-five nights, you get the stuff that matters. Right. Everything else that's included as part of their loyalty program doesn't matter to me. Yeah. So I think that one, I think that cruise lines should, meaning Carnival and Royal, should try to do something that's more of an incentive to stay with them. Exactly. Um, I think, you know, maybe not limiting the drinks. Maybe if it's giving a classic drink package or non-alcohol, like something. Yep. Unlimited coffee or anything that's just not putting restrictions on what these people have, you know, they've given you 700 nights on Royal. I think the least you could do is give them something just unlimited. Nope, you, get a, you get a pen. You get a pen. That's a, um, it's got your name on it. So as much as I love Royal, I wish they would do a little better on that. Shame on you, Royal. Very rarely do we talk negative about Never. Royal. I know, this is the this only. Channel. Shame on you. <laughs> You should do better, Royal. Yeah. Make us want to come back more and more. Make us want that top tier status. Strive to retain my attention. <laughs> so last topic for happy hour, we got a few minutes left here, um, is uh, I think something that the cruise lines have never really thought about, but back to Norwegian, right? Even though we've, we've yet to bite on a Norwegian itinerary, they seem to be a little bit on the, the, the forefront of a lot of the trends in the yeah. industry. So... Um, Solo travels, travelers. So most cruise lines, their rooms are designed for two people. So when you look at an advertised rate, it'll tell you, oh, it's, you know, $300 per person. Well, you get to double that, add taxes and port fees, and so that $300 then almost becomes $1,000 before you right. realize it. Um, so most cruises, the advertised price is per person based upon a double occupancy. Right. But when you cruise by yourself, you end up having to pay what? You have to pay for both. You got to pay a single supplement. Or you have to pay 150%? Yeah. It, it varies. So Norwegian is actually trying to change. They're, they're flipping that on its head. So Norwegian is actually creating single solo traveler studios. Not only are they creating it, they're now revamping some of their ships to increase the amount of single supplement cruise lines or single supplement cruise staterooms that they have. Because, you know, last year, solo travelers made up 18% of all total cruise bookings that's for the year. That's a lot. That's a, that's a that's fifth a of a percent. One out of every five people you meet on a cruise is traveling by themselves. It's crazy. Talk about your dad a little bit. Yeah, he, he's been a solo traveler now for the past few years. Uh, we go with him when we can, <clears throat> but he likes doing long trips. We can't go with him on those long trips. So he has to kind of wait for the cruise line to run specials on the single supplements. Um, so obviously he pays more uh, than he would for just himself. I think if 
more cruise lines had the option for the studio, he would absolutely go for that. Um, so what he, does, he doesn't care what the room size yeah. is. He likes going to do things and meeting people. Um, and that's something really nice. I think that Norwegian's doing is even though the state rooms are a little smaller, they're adding some amenities such as, uh, you know, they have a special area for the single cruisers to kind of meet. They have like, I think it's coffee, maybe a little bar. Yeah. So for the solo travelers, the room is a little bit smaller. Yeah. So the idea behind it is that they can fit one or one and a half rooms in the same space. Yeah. Um, and they are kind of cramped. I, I took a they look are, at them. They are. Yeah. I, I've looked at them. Um, but the rooms are a little bit smaller. On the newer Norwegian ships, they have the solo lounge, yeah. which is where I think it's a great idea. Solo travelers can go and sit and watch TV. And there's bar, there's like beer, there, yeah. there are tap handles there, um, and coffee and things like that for them to access. And it, and it brings them all together. I mean, it seems like other cruise lines are trying this. They are. But I don't know of any royal ships that are really catering to the Not solo as traveler. much as Norwegian. And that's like my dad really likes, uh, he likes Oceana. He likes Holland America. They don't really offer a lot for single travelers, which I think they could. Because I think a lot of people that take these longer trips sometimes are, you know, the single solo travelers. Um He's met a lot of people that are solo travelers on his trips. So I think it's a definitely something that all cruise lines should try to work into their ships. Uh, even if it's like Norwegian rethinking their, their ships a little bit, making some of those rooms, you know, redoing them to make more of the single rooms. I think it's a great idea. So Norwegian is looking at revamping almost all of the ships on their fleet yeah. to accommodate for some sort of solo uh traveler room i don't know the full scope of that they're talking about being able to offer um ocean view and balcony rooms which is for exciting solo travelers yeah, which is exciting. really cool because i think it's been interior mostly most of them are now. interior yeah yeah so you know it, it's it's a it's an interesting time in the cruise industry most cruise lines offer some sort of solo traveler event yeah. Norwegian's really taking that and running with it. And I think that this is all that we've talked about today, whether it's, you know, where it's going from, for the loyalty status, the solo traveler. I think it just shows that there's not one cruise line out there that's doing everything correctly. There's not just one that's just, oh, they're just the best for everything across the board. I think they all have things that they do really well. And then there's things that they all can work on, right? Like Norwegian's obviously leading the charge in the solo traveler thing. They're doing a great job with that. Um, like we said, MSC and Norwegian, they're doing a great job with their loyalty programs. Um, but at the same time, there's things that Royal and Carnival do really great as well. The activities that they have on the ship the slides, the roller coasters, whatever it may be, they do those really great. So there's not just one cruise line that does great for everything. I think everyone should try lots of cruise lines. You should experience lots of things and find out which one's right for you. And I think if anything, we learn on this cruise that loyalty programs really aren't worth it. If you can no. get a Norwegian 75 nights, if you can get MSC 100 nights, do you can it. get something worth it for it. But 
I would forgo chasing the other ones down because they're just not worth it. In my no, opinion. just do what cruises you want to do. Don't just do chase one. a ship, chase an itinerary, look for fun, look for adventure. Who cares about what ship it is? Who cares about what line it is? As long as you enjoy, that's what's important. So and have a drink along the way. Oh God, yeah. So that wraps up for today. This is that's Happy it. Hour episode zero zero five. Um, cruise news and no booze. No booze. I'm out of booze. Uh, it's been fun. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Make sure you. Give us a subscribe, a like, a thumbs up, a high five, a check mark, a box, or whatever it is that you do. All that. Everything <laughs> that's response, everything you got to do on every social platform. Check us out on TikTok and Instagram at Cruise News and Booze. Um, give us a uh, subscribe on YouTube. Click the bell. Do all the things. We enjoy having you here. Thanks for hanging out with us today. And until next time. Cheers. 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 Cheers.